Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Kind. Make It Kind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Make It Plain. One of the most popular subscription substacks that you can get is PressRun.media. Everyone is checking it out. And I think I may have to add to his title because the more I read it, the more I'm, uh, I think we really is, it's apt to describe our friend uh, as sort of a, a, a mainstream media ombudsman. Um, one that we've not, I remember years ago, I can't remember his name. Washington Post had a really great ombudsman. I can't remember his name, but he was good. And I'm, I'm probably talking about 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, um, and uh, you remember him, Eric? You remember that guy that was a guy? Yeah. He, he had a regular column too. Yeah. Well, they used to, you know, real quick. I mean, they used to all have them. And the New York Times fired theirs after the 2016 campaign because she wrote two columns critical of their Russia coverage during the 2016 yeah, that's right, campaign. That's right. That's right. And the New York Times said, editor says, we don't need this anymore. And now that, now they're unaccountable. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, that voice you hear that I was introducing is none other than the author of PressRun.media. Do please do subscribe. Eric Bollert. A fearless media commentary. Hey, man, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's it's always a pleasure. Uh, we haven't talked in a little while. A few things I want to go over. We'll, 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 yeah. we'll start with you most recent and go backwards. Um, uh, still this coverage of the Republican Party and its behavior yep. as normal. Yep. Still unwillingness to call it what it is. And as your headline says... Um, well, let me ask this. You say they have no idea how to cover it. Yeah. That they have no idea or at times yeah. is this willful? Yeah, I, I, I tend to, believe it or not, I tend to err on the side of uh, being nice sometimes um, because that's a good question. I mean, these are all bright. If we're talking about the D.C. media, you know, all people on paper who are very bright and accomplished and then, you know, the, the cream of their crop. 
Um, how do they not understand what's going on? You know, Jay Rosen, who's on Twitter and, and is a professor of journalism at NYU, uh, talks a lot about this. And we have one party that is now opposed to the democratic process. We've never seen anything like this in American history, certainly never modern American history. I write in my column that if Liz Cheney is being purged because she will not support um, you know, Trump's lies about the election. And it's not just the lies about the election. Look, if that, if this had just been a Trump phenomenon and it had stopped at the water's edge when he lost and everyone had reverted to normalcy, that would be one thing. We have the Republican Party pushing, you know, passing voter suppression laws. They're, they're, they're setting themselves up basically to deny future election victories by Democrats. Uh, Washington Monthly had a really good piece this week um, asking what if they refuse to certify elections and not just presidential ones, city council, governor, mayor, senator. They are setting up, you know, they're creating what Trump didn't have. Trump said, I won. He went to the court 60 times. He went to these states. He went to state Republican secretaries of state. They all said, no, we're not going to do this. And so what the Republican Party, and this is really important. The Republican Party learned from that and they said, next time we're going to have a backstop. Next time we lose a presidential election, we're going to have all this infrastructure in place that will throw out millions of ballots, that will overturn elections. And so that insurrection, 2020 was not a mirage. That was the starting point for a frighteningly anti-democratic movement. And which brings us back to our point, how, did, how is the press supposed to cover this? How pr- should the press cover this? Mm-hmm. We do not have a center left versus a center right in this country anymore. That's the holy grail. That is what the Beltway Press has operated around for 50 years. Center left, center right. As far left as the Democrats go, the Republicans are equally far to the right. That has been blown up. We have a Republican Party that is off the rails, as I describe it in my column, into the abyss. And the media is still covering it as sort of this mainstream entity that deserves respectful coverage. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Eric, in his latest piece, folks, uh, highlights several of the things that happened in the past week, including this coverage. Um, The Washington Post reporter Mariana Sotomayor told CNN that the uh, and this is speaking of the Marjorie Taylor Greene um, and Ocasio uh, Cortez encounter, uh, she said, "quote This really does speak to the polarization that exists and the tensions between both parties." What Eric writes uh, wrong, what Taylor's deranged behavior speaks to is a Republican Party that has torn down the guardrails of common decency. And and in that statement, with a lot of these media, you still see this need. To do the both sidesism, yeah, um, the the false equivalency. I tell you one way they could cover it. I mean, if we want to be you know historic and accurate and factual, it's it's a form of projection to 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 continue to promote the big lie, Eric. Yeah, um, I mean, how we some we know how many elections um, have been won um, suspiciously, especially in the White House. But we, we can go back to it's like people have forgotten about two thousand. Exactly. Gotten about 2008. So it's perfect projection for them to now say, oh, we're going to make sure that there is never an election a Democrat wins again. 
Yeah. And we don't call for fraud. Right. So, I mean, the media could just cover that. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, it would still be objective. These are facts. There are questions about 2000. Well, we can go before that. We can go to Nixon and Watergate. They're just the whole debris field of tricky behavior, um, uh, crooks, crookish behavior, so to speak. And they won't acknowledge it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, you know, a couple of people have been pointing out they're trying to create this false equivalency. There was um, polling after the 2000 election that a lot of Democrats didn't think Bush had won fairly. And I pointed out he did. Supreme Court made Florida stop counting the votes. I mean, that's not even in doubt. But I said, good news. There was no bloody insurrection. So what are we talking about here? Yes, people, yes, Democrats or liberals may have raised questions about elections in the past, but my gosh, don't compare it to what's going on. And a quick point, you know, there, there was a House race uh, in 2000, in 2020, last cycle, a Republican won by six votes. And Nancy Pelosi has seated that Republican member as, as the winner. Can you imagine, can you imagine if a Democrat, you know, uh, in, 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 a, in a red state had, had pulled off a, a six vote victory? And I went back to, you know, last winter when people, a lot of people were saying, well, Trump's just, this is just bad sportsmanship. He's just acting out. This, this is going to be fine. He's not trying to overturn the election. You know, Biden won by 7 million votes. We're fine. And my point was, you know, imagine if that, that election had been close. Imagine if a Biden had only won by Michigan, where he won by 20,000 votes. Does anyone think in retrospect that Joe Biden would be sitting in the White House today? Absolutely not. So, you know, we dodged a bullet in 2020 because Biden ran such a great campaign. He won by seven million votes. It was kind of a mini landslide if you look at the vote totals. But again, what the Republican Party is doing is setting up the infrastructure so that doesn't happen next time. And they are they are in the process uh, of of question. They're going to question all conceivable Democratic victories uh, because they're going to have, like I said, they're going to have that corrupt backstop in place. And that's why the Liz Cheney story matters, um, and because it, it represents something so much larger and sinister. I'm not a fan of hers. You know, she hasn't. She said yesterday, "I'll never vote Democrat in my life." Well, good for you. <laughs> you know, you're not. You, you know, you don't agree with anything that we agree right. with. But the fact that she, you know, has not only been purged from leadership, I doubt she'll be in Congress in two years. She'll be voted out. There's almost no question in my mind. Um, and 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 what that shows uh, is just how dangerous and, and 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 detached from reality. Real quick, McCarthy, the House leader, House leader says, "Oh, I've had it with Liz Cheney." You know, she got purged for saying exactly what Kevin McCarthy said on the House floor. You know, three days after the insurrection, Trump was to blame. And then he comes out of the White House this week. He says, "Oh, no one's questioning the election results. Let's move on." Um, so the. You know, the hypocrisy is just kind of nonstop and uh, dangerous. It is. Um, and um, it, it, you're giving us a heads up about what we can expect going forward. You need to be prepared for it. More MIP after this message. You mentioned Biden's somewhat of a landslide. Love this headline, too. Uh, we didn't get to talk about this. If Bi- You wrote, if Biden were a Republican, press would tout him as a new Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. And and I'm old enough to remember the way Reagan uh, um, <laughs> was covered. I still have uh, uh, PTSD and trauma 
<laughs> I was a, and I think I've shared this before. How old was I? I was a, uh, I was 13. Yeah. But old enough on inauguration day to realize, and nobody reported this, that the minute Ronald Reagan took his hand off that Bible, the hostages were released. And at 13, Eric, I said, something ain't right about that. But yeah, right. what I just said was never reported like that. It was just the hostages have been released. Right, right. There was never a story in mainstream media asking a question, how, what was it about him? Because they weren't even, they didn't wait an hour or they didn't wait 24 hours. They literally released that, announced the release of the hostages. Right, right, right. And he said, I do solemnly swear. And there was not a single story. We didn't have the internet yet back then. Yeah, this right. It was a time of no internet. I mean, if there was, if guys like us had been around, there was internet, yeah, we right. would have wrote about it. But there was never. No. What it was five hundred day five hundred of the hostage crisis, but it was never a story. Hey, what was it about him ending his oath that got the hostages released all of a sudden? Right, uh, right. <laughs> so, but no. but but you're right. They would they would cover and and all the sweeping things that Biden is doing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh he would. About yeah. which, which has yeah. been somewhat shocking and surprising. Some of us have had to change our view about it because. Friends of ours, I'm a friend of yours. All of us have been like Biden has been more progressive than we thought he would even be. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. You know, people might not know or not, you know, looking back, not not realize. You know, you know, Reagan was this conservative Republican, so of course the Beltway Press was was really tough on him, right? No, uh, there was it was quite the opposite. In fact, the press was coming off, you know, five, six, seven years after Watergate, and they really felt like. Uh, and, and there's an amazing book by, uh, by uh, uh, it's called On Bended Knee. And, uh, you know, Ben Bradley, the Washington Post is quoted saying, well, we might have gone a little far with Watergate. You know, we need to kind of rein this all in. Uh, Reagan, you know, is a serious. These are businessmen. They know what they're doing. We need to pull back. Uh, so he was greeted as 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 a savior. The, his press coverage was just unbelievable. Um and 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 it, you know obviously ran counter this idea of a liberal media. So my point was, if if Biden came in twenty points more popular than his predecessor, basically fixes COVID vaccination, uh, basically you know is, is opening up the. I mean, he would be hailed as this modern hero, a master communicator. He's got ninety eight percent support among Democrats, which is un, which no president is, has ever achieved. The only president. In American history, who has higher inter-party approval rating, George Bush got to 99% two weeks after 9/11. That is the only Biden is a political phenomenon, and we saw four years of Trump voter stories because Trump was so popular with the base. Oh my gosh, they love him. They love him. Biden is more popular today with Democrats than Trump ever was with Republicans. But boy. You would not know it from the press coverage. The, the press sees him as kind of this placeholder. They don't really seem to take Biden very seriously. You know, his accomplishments are just kind of a shoulder shrug. There was this amazing clip from a White House briefing this week, a reporter, you know, looking to the oil, you know, the, the you know, the oil shortage because of the attack, looking at the Middle East, uh, basically saying, gee, you know, how is the Biden White House going to deal with a crisis? You, you guys haven't really had to deal with a crisis yet. <laughs> the pandemic killed 600,000 people. 
right, and the right. Biden administration fixed it so quickly and so effortlessly. The press thinks you know they haven't faced a challenge yet. I mean, it's it's just kind of it's just kind of amazing. Now, that's the the Reagan contrast, but I wonder. I did see on social media. I don't know if any media picked this up, but there were some trolls on social media, and it, and went. It was trending at one point when the gas thing happened. They were comparing Biden to Jimmy Carter. This is Jimmy Carter 2.0. But yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't really tell whether any media had picked that up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, and 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 hopefully, hopefully not. Um, the uh, um, you also have written about how even the Washington Post may owe Joe Biden an apology. Oh yeah, yeah. That for the border coverage. I mean, yeah. the, Washington, the Washington Post in March went all in on these Republican talking points. This was a crisis. The Biden administration was responsible for the crisis, which is false. You know, these surges are seasonal. There was a pandemic buildup. Uh, there was lots of reasons why the numbers spiked. Um, uh, and the Trump and, and the and the Post was just relentless in terms of these negative headlines. Fast forward to uh, late April, early, yeah, late April, it turns out the number of children and teens held in uh, custody at the border had dropped 84% in a month. And suddenly uh, the Washington Post wasn't interested in that good news. I, I still don't think to this day they've reported that statistic. So it, it's it's kind of this, um, you know, it's we've talked before, you know, every news cycle in the Beltway starts around the premise, what are Republicans angry about today? Uh, and they were angry about the border. They didn't care about it when Trump, uh, you know, ripped families apart. Uh, but they were very angry about the border. ABC News this week sent their entire show one week in, in March. They broadcast from the border. They built a new set just so they could be on the border to address this crisis, which which some people, you know, the pundits suggested it might derail Biden's entire presidency. Well, what happened to the crisis? Look around. The numbers are down. Biden did exactly what he said he did. The Department of Health and Human Services built all these temporary uh, shelters. So uh, children and teens who aren't supposed to be held in sort of police custody at the border are no longer held. He did exactly what he said he did. He fixed it. Is there still a border issue? Of course, there will always be a border issue. But the press ramped that thing up like it was going to, to you know, end his presidency. He fixes it. Crickets, you know, just kind of shoulder shrug. Oh, the pipeline. That's the new crisis. You know, yeah. the Middle East. Oh, the Middle East is going to doom his presidency. Uh, and it's all just following, you know, it's just the Republican Party leading the press around by a leash. More MIP after this message. Also, no apology from The New York Times for its coverage of the Mueller report. The mainstream media was definitely involved in killing that. The, the judge, as we all know. Uh, and again, folks, Eric and I have talked, so we can caught up on a lot of these stories. But but Eric wrote about that and, you know, how the mainstream media still needs to be held accountable um, for its inability uh, to reverse itself, to do self-correction, to acknowledge what it helped to uh, promote that was false. And the New York Times, uh, as the newspaper of record in this country, um, allowed Bill Barr to put that lie out about the Mueller report uh, without scrutiny. All of us knew. Uh, that that required, I mean, because just to be clear, the only journalists are not at the New York Times. Yeah, Eric, right. journalists. I'm actually a journalist. I'm be honest. That's what my degree is in. I, it's one of my degrees. My undergraduate degree is in journalism. 
All right. So I'm not just running my mouth on a show. Right. I actually learned, went to school to learn how to see something and then examine, you know, the five W's and H, who, what, when, where, why, and how. Right. And that's what others seem not to want uh, uh, to do. Um, um, and then and then Eric also at, at Press Rundown Media has also pointed out to us uh, how there's still an interest in covering what Republicans think, but not an interest in getting a lot of interviews and quotes from Democrats. Yeah. What they think is going on. Right, Eric? It, it's like we only want that side. We, we don't want to. Uh, highlight what Democrats think about some of these issues, Liz Cheney and otherwise. Yeah, another perfect example of this, you know, what are Republicans angry about? That equals news. Um, uh, <laughs> head of the CDC went up to the Hill. Had a, There was a House hearing. Oh, everyone's so upset at the CDC. This was right before they changed their mask guidelines. Oh, everyone's so upset at the CDC. CDC faces harsh criticism. CD- and, you know, the New York Times, they, they you know, they quoted five Republicans and one Democrat. And the Democrat was quoted, you know, in the 19th paragraph. So Republicans spent the day at this hearing attacking the CDC with, you know, nonsense and baloney and, you know, masks or tyranny and all this nonsense we've heard. But if Republicans are yelling at a public official, that's the news. That's the story. And yeah. uh, and and I'm sure more than one Democrat made a salient point during that hearing. But The New York Times wasn't interested. That's not what qualifies as news. And, and and as we've discussed before, the algorithm is still seemingly mostly about um, conflict and drama and confusion um, and whatnot. Now, but in good news too, folks. Um, uh, Eric also reports on what's happening. Tell our audience before we go what's happening with Australia and oh yeah, the Murdoch Empire. That's a good thing. Yeah, um, it's well, you know, if we think we have it bad here, arguably Australia has it worse. That's uh, um, Murdoch's home country. They, he controls something like 60% of the newspapers. So in America, he has the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal. So imagine if he owned the Washington Post and the Chicago Tribune and the Dallas Morning News and the LA Times. I mean, it, he has a stranglehold and he has 24-hour news and internet and internet news over there. But the um, Murdoch media is much more involved in uh, Australian politics. They're basically part of the coalition. You know, there, there's a conservative party coalition and, and Murdoch Media basically picks and chooses cabinet members. And if you step out of line, you have to deal with Murdoch Media. So in, in that regard, it's a little different here. Uh, but it's just in, in, in really it's dangerous. And he kills they, they kill people there just like they killed Americans with Fox News and COVID because they had these, you know, these bushfires in 2019 and 20 uh, devastated millions of acres. And the Murdoch media was, you know, still running down climate change and still attacking people. So there's a there's a real life consequence to the people over there. Uh, and so it was very interesting um, last month. Two former prime ministers on different ends of the political spectrum got together and urged, you know, parliamentary hearings and urged the government to, to address the media diversity. It would be like if George Bush, George W. Bush and Barack Obama had got together and said Congress needs to investigate yeah, Fox News. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how dramatic and, and open it is over there. Um, and, and, you know, they're trying, you know, they're trying to save their democracy, just like people here point to Fox News. You know, former prime ministers in Australia say that our, our democracy cannot survive what Murdoch is doing to this country and to this government. Yeah. So that Eric's giving you a hint, George W. Bush and Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah, right. You'd be helpful if you all would do something, please. Yeah. Uh, folks, do subscribe. You're missing something.
I'm not just saying that because Eric's a friend. If if you're not subscribed to PressRun.media, you're missing something. Check it out. You will be the better for it. You will be more informed. Um, and, you know, Lord knows we all are weary of what's reported to us as mainstream every day. And those, let's face it, those of you who listen to this show don't look at news the same way as average people do anyway. Like, like us. You're like Eric and me. So do subscribe to PressRun.media. Eric, thanks as always, buddy. All right. Have a great one. All right. You too. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been Made Plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.